Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I promise you, powering me strong on this early morning. Of course, I'm your host, Drew Creaseman, managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me in studio is beat writer Patrick Lyons, and we have got a big day of fun baseball ahead of us to break down with the home run derby coming up. We'll have some predictions, take a look at the DraftKings Sportsbook odds, get you updates on all of that. But before we can get super excited about what's going to happen later on today, and believe me, we will. A lot happened yesterday, Patrick, some of which we were able to break down uh, with our new best friends and our old best friends, uh, Jake and John Boy, of course. Appreciate that. If y'all haven't checked that one out, make sure you listen to that podcast and check it out live on the YouTube so you can see all shenanigans that were had by all involved. But we talked a little bit about the draft. The Rockies taking Benny Montgomery with Kamar Rocker still on the board. We, I don't think we managed to mention the Michael Toglia two-run homer in the Futures game. So some fun stuff going on in, in the Rockies universe. Uh, I know you were out there at the ballpark for that. What was your take on uh, the, the happenings at the Futures game? And, and uh, not only the Rockies players that got to play in the game, but the Rockies people who were just generally around everything. You know, Castilla and Hawkins and all of that. And Rockies people behind the scenes, right? Our, our friends yes. that we have in the DNVR community. And it was the biggest takeaway was Denver showing out. It was everyone coming out to these events. You know, Futures game, uh, especially if you look on the secondary market, the tickets really weren't that costly. Like, people right. are like, I don't really know who these players are. Maybe I'll stick around for the, the concert of One Republic. Uh, again, local uh, act here yeah. in, in Denver, Colorado. And celebrities, okay, from the softball game. But for the most part, the tickets were cheap because there's not as much interest in that. And yet the place was packed, right? Yeah. It was fantastic. Just a good vibe all day. As soon as the gates were open, people were coming down uh, to try to get uh, baseballs from these young prospects, catch the home run balls that were flying out all over the place by these young bucks. That was fantastic. You know, connecting with people that I hadn't seen in a year. A couple people we had on our show last year for the draft, Justin Wick, I'd never even met him in, in person. Yeah. <laughs> and there we go, watching Cole win from Longmont, Colorado, prospect in the Rangers organization, watching him warm up, get to exchange some hugs with Justin. So it was it was a day for Denver and the baseball community and the DNVR community, even here too, to just show out and just have a good time. And, and the prospects looked great. Vlade looked comfortable there, batting seventh, getting the start uh, at DH. Uh, Togley with the big home run. Maybe could have been the game MVP had Brendan Davis of the Cubs not hit two home runs himself. Yeah, Willie McIver may have struck out twice, but uh, he did throw out Julio Rodriguez. Big prospect, fifth overall prospect in the game. Threw him out stealing at third base, and, uh, and I think you even got something coming up on Willie McIver too. Yeah, excited about that. Yeah, you've got if you're subscribed, you got to check out what Patrick's done on Toglio. Got some stuff coming up on Willie McIver. Lots of lots of that stuff coming your way throughout the. I keep wanting to say weekend, and it's not week. You could say week. It's just the week. Yeah, throughout the week. The the events that are like most exciting are really it's the Derby and the game. Yeah, and then okay. Some people have some excitement, of course, for Futures Game, Celebrity Softball. But there have been events going on all throughout. The Playball Park, right? Fan Fest. Right. That did start on Friday. Uh, and I think there were even some events on Wednesday and Thursday. More press conferences and stuff like that yeah. for the media. So it has been a thing that's been going on. And it's it's been fantastic. You know, I, I, I had some trepidations about this happening late. And certainly hasn't been perfect. But man, oh man, MLB has really stepped in here and just made a fantastic, you know, uh, just a just a fantastic setting and yeah and, and the way they've 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 come into Denver and the way that the Rockies have kind of put their own little spin on it in so many different ways has been been really enjoyable and so I, I I'm so happy for the city of Denver to to be able to have this opportunity and so far they're one for one with everything we saw on Sunday and. I think we're only just getting started. Yeah, it, it's going to be really, really fun, I think, for the, the next couple of days here. I don't want to ruin your story, but I do want to just quickly mention hitting a ball 444 feet for your first home run at Coors Field 
when you know. And it, and it was funny to me because he's got such a baby face, does Toglia. And when he hit the homer and he's running around and he just cannot contain his smile. He just can't. And it wasn't until he was being interviewed afterwards. And I saw I was here at the bar. We were hanging out with uh, Jake and Jimmy and I, and I saw him on TV and I goes, he's enormous. He is huge. Like he's not thick yet. He, he needs to bulk up. a. Lo- I guess he hit about 444 feet. Maybe I shouldn't be telling anyone to bulk up. But I, w- I go, OK, a legitimate six, five switch hitter who who can hit a ball that well. Like, yeah, that, that pops your eyes a little bit. And, and obviously all the things that prospects need to do. And, and it's just a moment in time. Well, some of us will never forget Eddie Butler striking out the side with an unhittable changeup at the Futures game. And us thinking he's the guy forever, you know, so don't run away with it too much. But at the same time, you got to hit a home run at Coors Field, man. Uh, first pitch. Yeah. First pitch, mm. literally the first pitch he saw. Now, he's been in Coors Field before, right? He was there at the alternate site. Uh, they they sort of did something right towards the end of the season where they, they invited up a lot of the, the prospects and stuff. Didn't get much coverage because, again, we no one could go in and see anything. Right. So Rockies probably didn't even necessarily need to advertise what they were doing. But uh, him and McIver and Vallade, all those guys, they, they were able to do some training at, at Coors Field. And, and so I, I think that probably helped in that, that big moment. Even even talk to me before the game, it's, and you can read it uh, in that article at the DNVR.com about you know the the pitchers coming out. They're gonna want to just try to throw gas. And he's like, I'm not gonna just, try to do too much. Yeah. That's it. Just just play his game. Stay inside himself. First pitch, he he got it right in his happy zone yeah. and hit it out. And that's just such a such a wonderful moment. And yeah, I, I was really I really wanted him to get MVP. Yeah, and, and I thought there was a chance because it was eight nothing at one point. Uh, American League ended up getting three runs. The American League roster was stack yeah like that's where if you're looking at future mvps they're all right there like the first hitting group was bobby witt jr taken second overall by the royals adley rutschman taken first overall that same year by the orioles and then the mariners two big boppers julio rodriguez jared kelenic and then right. oh yeah you also had spencer spencer torkelson hitting them out jason dominguez they were loaded and yet nl comes out scores eight <laughs> runs spreads it around Scrappy. and you go hey that's a feel-good story the first pitch from the Rockies yeah. guy and it was yeah. Cubs spoiled it. It's going to be, I think we're going to have a, a bit of that. It's going to be like, so Trevor story will come in second or third in the home run. Like he'll, he'll show out, but not you'll win take it, that. You'll right. Take that. And you'll take that. And, and, and like Marquez will like be in the running, but then, you know, he'll have a really nice inning or two, but then the American league will right. win the game. So he can't be MVP or something. Right? He doesn't gonna, start, but like he's the second pitcher yeah. does better than the starter. Yeah. Right. Throws two Those innings. Two, yeah. I, I think he's in line to go too. We'll, we'll wait to hear that announcement pretty soon yeah. here if he does get the call to to start the game. So yeah, kind of have fingers crossed. He'll be the first started to do it since Ubaldo Jimenez. But let's not get ahead of ourselves too yeah. much. It was a, it was a great day. Uh, I, I was over at the Rally Hotel and uh, got to meet a couple of the the celebrities, which was neat. They were taking batting practice uh it, Derek White a former C Buffs baller right. <laughs> looked a little awkward swinging the bat you oh, know uh yeah. we tweeted that out and said rate his swing <laughs> ends up hitting a home run in the softball game yeah. so goes to show you never know what what could happen and right. there there were some celebrities here at the bar too yeah 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 we had uh, a couple ball players came in we had Trevor Plouffe and uh, Peter Moylan obviously hanging around with with John Boy and them I mentioned last night I was excited to meet Chris Rose this is a long time watcher of intentional talk and best damn and it's a big one and you know just as somebody who's and, and even as people like because they, they approach sports the same way we do right and, and chris rose is going back a long time like let's make it fun it's okay we can inform people but it's also okay if everyone's here just talking about sports like we are at the bar and and literally that's what we did here down at the dmvr bar the other day it was a couple former ball players a couple of analysts a couple of you know whatever we are <laughs> we're not tiktokers though i was gonna say like personalities <laughs> i don't believe there were any because it's funny like yeah. when when i talked to about john boy to some people like he's he's huge in in the baseball community like if you're watching our show right now or right. you're listening on the podcast there's a 95 percent chance you have an idea 
who he is because of, again, the content that he creates and being so baseball specific. It's so fun. It celebrates the game. He and everyone over there at, at John Boy Media has done a fantastic job. But as soon as you go out of that sector, even slightly, someone who's just a general sports fan, right. they might not know at all. Right. And it's, oh, is that, is that a TikToker? Like, no, no, <laughs> it's, they're a baseball personality yeah. in a sense. And that's... That's who we are, Drew. We're, that, we're baseball right. personnel. I'd rather be that oh, yeah. than a TikToker. Than a t- oh, for sure. Uh, and I got to say, everyone, <laughs> our crowd, gave him a nice little ovation when he walked in the door. The, the bar here gave J- Jimmy a nice little ovation, so I appreciated that. And just so everyone knows, I tweeted this out, but it's important to me. They took care of everyone down here fantastically. Those guys were uh, got five-star reviews from our wait staff, our bar staff. All the fans. Jake was walking around to every single table, introducing himself. Where are you from? How do you, you know, whether they were there for the Yankee stuff or they're there because they're DNVR members. Some people were there to watch the soccer game, but everyone was having a great time. So Jake is genuinely one of the, just the nicest people. And yeah, he'll. Yeah, he's he's like the Cal Rip, like Cal Ripken Jr. in the '90s when he would stay after a game and sign for every single person right. that stuck around. Right. He like they're all tired, blurry eyed. They're up at like 3 a.m. in the I think morning. Jumbo is ready to go to sleep by the end of. The I think day. I think Jake was up at 2 a.m. Yeah. Our time yesterday Just, on Sunday, and yet he's leaving. He's catching up with me. He's like, "Yeah, so what's going on with this?" Yeah. And I'm like, "You need to get outside. Your people are waiting for you." And he's just a people person. Yeah. He's, he's great. All those folks are, are fantastic. Yeah. Very last thing we want to talk about from yesterday, and we don't have a ton here for you because, I mean, obviously we were covering a lot of stuff yesterday and doing all this, but the Rockies did make their first overall selection in the draft. Uh, It was Benny Montgomery, who's a high school outfielder uh, with a similar profile to the guy they took last year in Zach Veen, which I thought was interesting. Uh, We're both learning a bit more on him, and hopefully we'll have some analysis either in written form or maybe we can get AJ to to pop on a show with us sometime in the in the next week or so you know he's not going anywhere fast he's 18 years old we've got plenty of time to to analyze this kid and figure out the pick uh i i think to maybe just steal a little bit of aj's first reaction and share it with you because i was the big thing i think people are really wondering about less about benny montgomery and more about why if kumar rocker this stud pitcher who a lot of people thought months ago weeks ago was going to go in the top three or four and would make perfect sense for the Rockies to we've always talked about they need to draft and develop pitching why not get that guy and it does does sound like his draft stock was legitimately dropping in fact AJ kind of basically came out and said I don't know much about this Benny Montgomery yet but I'm glad they didn't take the bait and draft rocker because they felt like they had to which is where I probably felt last night when he was still on the board like well you have to draft this guy because that's that's the guy right and maybe we'll find out it was and this was a big giant mistake and they they overthought the thing but if it turns out that yeah there's a reason all the other teams didn't draft him if his stock really was dropping because his stuff isn't as good as people thought and he hasn't developed as well as people thought and they think that it makes more sense for them to build at their area of weakness which is in the outfield um Okay. Again, we'll, we'll find out more about it. We'll, we'll have to dive deeper into it over the next couple of days. But where my first reaction was, I think like a lot of people, they should have gotten Kumar Rocker. I'm now less convinced of that specifically and more, okay, let's learn about this kid, Benny Montgomery, why specifically they took him and what they think he's going to provide in the future. If they're looking at some sort of, hey, Zach Veen and Benny Montgomery are going to get to the big leagues right around the same time with these insane skills, these speed demons who are also tall. We've talked about patrolling the outfield at Coors. It may be all a part of that, or it may just have been he looks like the best one available. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's... And there's the underslot part of it. I, I know you you talk about that a little bit. Yeah, too, touched so. on it. I mean, I, I think I would rather uh, them have have gone with Rocker, but man, with 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 baseball, it just takes so long for talent to develop. And you know, uh, Jimmy talked about it a little bit yesterday. Are the Rockies going to win in 2022? No. Are they going to Are they going to do anything in 2023? No, probably not. And so you've again, you've got like this window of contention so to speak right or to give yourself the best chance nothing's guaranteed but you've got this potential right and kumar rocker is going to be a little bit more ready he's going to be at the majors a little bit uh quicker than uh, a high school outfielder right right? who's who's got you know great uh barrel speed um the highest in the class 
So you go, well, you, you don't necessarily need a guy to go that quick. I think that's one of the reasons why they passed on Reed Detmers at the nine uh, right. last, last year, year right. where he was going to be a little bit more ready. Garrett Crochet, you see him up at the White Sox bullpen. You <laughs> Already, go, oh, man, yeah. the Rockies could have had him. And what? Be the lone lefty in the bullpen. Great. That's good. Yeah. But then what's the, Then now yeah. they've got 11 road wins and right. they're still in fourth place in the division. Right. So it's a lot of it is the timeline. So I'm almost willing to say, you know, to, to give uh, the front office the benefit of the doubt and say, all right, if you are kind of picking more of these high school, more raw uh, products, you are suggesting that your window to get all of these guys up at the same time is going to be in three, four, five years away. And then you go, okay, now you're building towards something. They just right. need to do the flip side at the trade deadline and get whatever you can for the guys that aren't going to be around. Right. And, and for figure the guys out for we've that. talked about all season. Yeah, exactly. The story, Crone, Givens, uh, Bard. Hey, Bard with the clothes again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bardo. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that still blows my mind that, that it that the Rockies won. Oh yeah, I guess that's the other thing we did. <laughs> we did all the stuff that happened yesterday. The Rockies played a baseball game and they beat the San Diego Padres. In fact, they've won three of their last four road games. Patrick, what? I. <laughs> that's a real statistic. It is. And they could, they, they, they went into the week with six the road wins. Yeah. And then they increased by 150 percent. Yeah. Right. It no, is, 50%, uh, not 100%. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it's morning maths. We're doing yes. uh, StravaCraft coffee maths. Uh, speaking of which, because it's a little bit too early for my Breck Brew and my Breck Celsius, but you should get your Breck Brew and your Breck Celsius whenever you need something uh, for your thirsty drink times and you're watching the baseballs. Highly recommend them. You can get a bigger one. Come on down here to the DNVR bar if you are a member. Do subscribe today at the DNVR.com. You'll get all that written content. You get constant discounts on hats and shirts and all kinds of cool stuff like that. Like I mentioned, the bigger bar down here at the, nope, bigger beer down here at the bar. It'd been a while since I had done that one. Uh, and you get access to our Discord channel where you get to come and hang out with us 24-7 talking baseball or TV, movies, cooking, snowboarding, whatever is on your mind these days. We've got a chat room for it hanging out with all of you. So do become a member today. And one last thing is we got to let you know about our friends at Ball. That's right, Ball. You, you probably know about these guys even if you don't know about them. Do you have cans or or jars, or anything made out of aluminum, well, then you're familiar with the great work of the people over at Ball. What you maybe didn't know is that they are some of the absolute best community members of any business that you're going to find anywhere. They have been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. In 2018 and 2019, Ball Aerospace developed image surveillance systems to observe natural resources from space. Uh, really, just really cool stuff. Uh, they're reducing operational carbon emissions by 55% uh, and by and across their value chain by 16% from 2017 levels. Uh, and, and this may be most important for all of you out here in the area, they've been given 100% positive ratings by better business bureaus and places like that that let you know it's a great place to work. It's a great place to be. They take care of everybody well. They pay people well. It's a safe environment, and right now they're hiring over in their golden uh, facilities, making some 12- and 16-ounce cans for all kinds of liquids. The golden plant uh, making sleek 8-, 12-, 24-ounce growlers. Mm, again, to put your Breck brew in. Uh, so if you're looking for some quality work at a place where you know you're going to have chances to advance and you're going to be treated well and you're going to have... Uh, you know, it's a, a, an equal opportunity. They treat everyone the same there. Uh, check out hashtag work at ball online or apply for the position at their can plant to text golden to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden. That's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text golden to 77222. But yeah, the the Rockies winning that series when you know we're we're all getting ready for the All Star game and paying attention to everything. But that that was exactly the kind of we were just having this conversation. You don't expect it, you don't predict it, you can't predict it or expect it. At the same time, my mind all year has been going. I know what the pace is on the road. They will randomly at some point rattle off a series of road wins, and I don't know if three on one road trip quite counts but that's more or less you know they they could have taken game one in arizona so you know that really would have been the big road trip they do the holy crap look at them go but 
Yeah. <laughs> They'd been more competitive. Like there had been they, the growth. They, yes. More competitive, but it wasn't translating to win. So as you said, you can't count on it. You can't expect it. So until it happens, and even still that it's happened, you go, was that an aberration? Don't predict the next one. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> are, are we going to even remember that they went three and three where you go, no, that's, that's, that's good. Like yeah. that's, 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 that's great. That's a great it's, road it's trip. It's great. Yeah. It is. Like, there are teams that, that win the World Series every year and have the best record that they go three and three on a road trip and they go, all right, yeah, we weren't great. We definitely weren't awful, but now let's go back home and let's dominate and let's move on to the next thing. So, for the Rockies, that was domination. Yeah. They dominated <laughs> Dominant to a road three trip. and three record in so many ways. So, I, I'm looking forward to like absorbing that a little bit more yeah. once uh, All Star Month is, is over. Right? That's, that's what we're it's, going It's with. a whole month. It it's really All Star Month now. I think we officially need to deem it. All been the starting pitching, man. And they're going to add Gomber back to the mix. But again, even with Freeland, who keeps getting blisters and cramps and when it can't seem to finish a game right now, he's been fantastic. Our man Marquez has been one of the best pitchers in baseball over his last five, six starts. And John Gray continues to be extraordinarily steady. And, you know, they go out there and so you see him do it against some of these other teams at home or, or then they do pitch well against Arizona and go, yeah, but that's Arizona. And then they go into San Diego and in three straight games, they're starting pitching is dominant. And you go, yep, no, they're for real. It just, <laughs> it's just too bad the rest of the team isn't because that- – that was the other thing I was yeah. going to add about the draft, too, with Kumar Rocker, is that maybe the Rockies feel competent enough, not competent enough, but they feel they feel strong enough about their ability to develop pitching and get pitching where they don't need to draft someone in the first round. Now, obviously, Gray and Freeland were first-round guys. We'll see what happens with Gray going forward, but Freeland's still around for two more years. Um, Antonio Senzatella was an international signing right. and Herman Marquez and Austin Gomber were both via trades. trades right? Yeah. You used one in 2019 on Ryan Rawlson, a first round pick, um, Peter Lambert, we'll see is coming back. So it's like, you've, you've That's got a, a nice mix of, it's a little bit of a hodgepodge, but even still you can, you can figure out like, you know what, maybe there's a way that we can get undervalued again. If you go out there, that's it's risk reward when it comes to making trades, right. but you know, when, when they stick their neck out there, so far they've done pretty well with Marquez and Gomber. Yeah. Let's forget who they gave up for Gomber. But nevertheless, they were <laughs> still able to get that and not have to expend a first-round draft pick right. to get Marquez and Gomber. So maybe that's also, again, kind of part of the bigger picture. Right. And, and we'll pay attention to the next stuff because remember they got Chris McMahon last year. And maybe that's a, a type of strategy where they go, hey, if we're, if we're getting a, a Sam Weatherly, a bit closer. Yeah. Third round. Yeah. And, and McMahon looks like the real deal. Weatherly is striking out everybody and walking everybody else. <laughs> but I'm okay with that for now. He's, he's pretty raw. But Chris McMahon... Uh, is starting to get me excited at the minor league level as well. So yeah, I I, I like that. We'll, we'll watch the rest of the draft today if they take, you know, some college pitchers maybe a little bit later on or, or something like that. Be very very fascinating. All right, Patrick, let's hop on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You know it, you love it, folks. Get on your DraftKings Sportsbook app if you haven't yet. I don't think we have the updated read for whatever the promo is this week, so I'm going to do that part of it. Uh, throughout the rest of the week whenever it's not, Lindsay has it's done not that. It's not pick a guy to hit a home run in the derby, and if he, and does, if he does, you win $4 billion. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. It might be coming later today. It may be coming Cheap later asses. today. No, uh, <laughs> there's always something. You can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR. I'm just not 100% sure uh, exactly because the, we're still waiting for the next promo from them. But... We do know what we're going to be doing. So down here at the DNVR bar tonight, if you're in the area and you were what you couldn't get to the home run derby itself, but you still want the atmosphere, you want as close as you're going to get to that, come down to the DNVR bar. You're going to be watching the home run derby, but there's going to be all kinds of fun stuff. People are going to be placing bets, DraftKings. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have special shots. We're going to have, um, are we doing can dip again as well? I think we got all that kind of stuff. So come down to the DNVR bar tonight to watch the home run derby. And Patrick, as we would have guessed, as you know, and, and this is this is the, the public narrative as it goes. Shohei Otani is the favorite at plus 250 to win the home run derby. Is that where you're putting your smart money? Or do you like one of these guys for a little bit longer odds, a little better payout? Because the favorite almost never wins it. No, as I mentioned yesterday on the podcast, uh, since they've gone to the bracket format with the time limit, you've got 
uh, three number two seeds who have won it and a number five seed. So yeah. number one doesn't necessarily do it. And I, I do not like the fact that he has to go up against Juan Soto. Like that's probably the, that's the toughest matchup. When you, when you think of boppers, Juan Soto is one of those guys. So that's hard. I mean, you know, Jimmy talked about it yesterday that, you know, it's going to be Otani's, you know, uh, weekend. He's calling in now. We'll see if we can get him on the, on the broadcast, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> He's got the hotline number. If yeah, yeah, happen, yeah. It's gonna be him. Shohei Otani hotline. But no one, the best, some of the best moments in home run derby history weren't the ones by the winner, right? Right. Josh Hamilton is one that that Trevor Story talked uh, a lot about and um, got a DNVR exclusive uh, from last week. You can check that out. How Josh Hamilton, 2008 at Yankee Stadium, went off. He, yeah. he didn't win that year. It was no, Justin right. Morneau when he was with the Twins. Sure. People don't necessarily remember that. Remember the show in, in 2019? You told me four days ago, and I had already forgotten. <laughs> yeah. Um, in in uh, 2019, uh, when Pete Alonso won, he didn't necessarily light it up. Yeah, I was spraying the ball around. Right. But it was Vladimir it was Guerrero, yeah. Jock Peterson going head-to-head, having swing-offs where it was basically, all right, at this point, they were making up rules as it went along and basically said, okay, you have three swings. Do with it what you will because we just got to wrap this up. Yeah. And Vladdy ended up hitting 93 home runs, I think, yeah. through that entire derby, yeah. which is insane. Didn't win it. So I think Otani can still have those moments and have that moment of hitting one and knocking a beer out of someone's hand up on the rooftop. Right. Like that will most definitely happen. But does he win? Because of the matchup with Soto, I would avoid that just for the payout. Yeah. I just don't think that that's the value pick there. I, I am worried about that. So Soto is at plus 800 as one of the longer odds, maybe one of the best. So, so the guys at the back end of the bracket, right? Soto, Story are bus, both at plus 800. And then the longest odds, Salvador Perez at plus 1,000. And Trey Mancini, the longest odds at plus 1,400 if you're expecting a total spoiler there uh, but Soto I think of those guys in the the final story obviously has the well the great story hmm. uh, <laughs> and and that could always happen the familiarity uh, I, I think placing a couple of units on Trevor's story makes some sense I think if you're not counting on those narrative things like you just talked about there's an upset there um, Soto could be the guy who, who kind of messes up everyone's Otani narrative, right? And kind of immediately jumps out and goes, hey, I'm really good at hitting home runs, and people seem to have forgotten that. So what do you like for those guys in the in the final four, or the back four, I should say? Any of them stand out to I you? I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to be Soto and Story. Yeah. But again, I, I, because everything I just said about Otani not winning is the same thing for Soto, where I think both those guys have to expend so much energy in the first round and there's there's usually always one of those matchups that are so exciting like wow this derby's fantastic so cool. and then like it like reaches its its pinnacle kind of right there in the middle before we get to the winner so i think those two guys you know who, whoever wins the the alonzo salvi perez matchup it'll be pete alonzo i think yeah um although you know salvador perez 21 home runs going into the break i think only the second catcher to ever have that many behind Gary Sanchez and Javi Lopez. So he's a bopper. He can yeah. do it. You know, he's not a hometown hero, but I guess for a lot of American League fans here in the city, you know, they're going to be they're going to be pulling for him. Yeah. Uh, they also have his batting gloves for sale. Like the literal batting gloves you can go uh, made by Franklin oh, really? and like that he designed and it's got his initials on it and so like you can only buy them at at Playball Park. You can only buy them at All Star events, and it's like the, the exact size. So it's like right off the press. They don't make them in different sizes. And yeah. hey, do you want to have a, oh. a batting glove that's like his? No, it's his. it's his. They just print so many. Francisco Lindor is a size medium. Yeah. Salvador Perez, extra large. Yeah. Man's got some big <laughs> mitts. Big. Uh, but so does Alonzo. So I think Alonzo wins that matchup, uh, and and beats the winner of Ot- Otani and Soto. So. You know, uh, uh, Trevor so you, Story would be would be the pick, I think, there from the back end. But so, do you have Alonzo winning the whole thing, though? Is, is that is that your pick then? No. You, okay. I, I don't. I think Alonzo gets to the finals, and I'm I'm really torn with how I see this playing out. But uh, I, I I am going to go with Joey Gallo. And okay. again, as as I've said numerous times this year, and and I like being proved wrong because I said that Rockies would get swept. You did. That's right. Swept. Yeah. You got to predict that one, a little two more out of three. Often. Yeah, that, I'm <laughs> happy. Apparently. <laughs> also, asterisk, that's a way that you can win. Double, oh, it's, yeah. 
you you either look smart by saying sweep and yeah you got it right or they win one game and right. you're like, oh, it's close right you know they, they, maybe they should have lost that game or they went two out of three and you're still happy right you're like hey, it's a win win yeah I didn't get the yeah that's, that's how the you emotional game, hedge bet that's how you game the system yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit so uh, I think it probably will end up being Gallo um, I know you like Matt Olson I do. there he's going against uh, Trey Mancini which is that feel good story and it still feels good right even if he hits seven yeah hits. 10 and, and goes out in the first round, still feels good. Right. Does he go all the way to, to do it? I don't necessarily think so. No. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I'm oscillating back and forth here between Trevor Story just for the hometown thing, which I think would be so much I fun. I love it. And, and Matt Olson, who I think is the guy who's the best <laughs> slugger. of it's kind of, you, you mentioned kind of about Salvador Perez where people aren't really thinking of him in that way, right? And, and I think that's... Uh, unfortunate, and I hope people will come to understand over the next several hours here that Salvador Perez is awesome, and he's been one of the the coolest members of Major League Baseball. As you know, I've I've wanted the Rockies to trade for him every off season for five years, um, but I think I think Matt Olson's my guy. I think I got to stick with Olson. I think he's just flying too under the radar for a guy that has the kind of pop that he does. Um, and, and I think he can still provide you with a great deal of excitement that people weren't necessarily expecting, you know, they think they're expecting it from Joey Gallo and Juan Soto and Shohei Otani. And I, I think there are going to be some people that go, holy crap, this Matt Olson guy is something else. Yeah. He's in the back end of favorites. And I don't, I don't think he is a favorite. Like you're right. Yeah. He's like you're saying middle. top half. He's, yeah. he's fourth according to DraftKings Sportsbook. Right. But you're right. I think I think he could surprise because since I think the date was like August 17th, 2017, only three players have hit more home runs in MLB than yeah. him. Nelson Cruz, J.D. Martinez, Martinez, oh, yeah. Eugenio Suarez, and then fourth you have Matt Olson. Yeah. So I know he plays in Oakland late at night when right. a lot of totally. America is sleeping at that point. Yep. But don't literally sleep on this guy. That could be an interesting one. Love to see that 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 Gallo uh, Olsen matchup. Love to see Otani Alonzo matchup. Yeah, that would be that would, would be, be fantastic. I mean, I think it would be. I think the perfect if you not if you went away from predictions and you just had your perfect bracket. Would it be Otani Gallo? I mean. I guess in the here final. in town, Otani story. It'd be nice to have Otani story as the final. Yeah, for, from a from a local perspective, I think that's the most fun, and maybe even from a national one, from a narrative perspective, right? You've got the hometown guy, who we all know is a an all star caliber player, but he, he didn't get in the all star game this year. He's not having the best season of his career. Probably his last couple of weeks as a member of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, so to see him go out on a big moment like that, I think it'd be really cool to, and to, to have the crowd, the, the capacity crowd really pull for him in a big moment. And, and also to have those two things come to a head where like the hometown crowd would get so behind story in that moment, but also Shohei Otani is the best thing in baseball right now. He Hands just, down. he just is, he's just the best thing maybe in, in the world. He's just the best thing that's happening anywhere and so i think that would be great just to be like well we want to see this guy continue to be a thing we can't believe we're seeing right in front of our eyes but we also want this thing for our guy like i'd love to see that finale and, and, and any of those things play insane. out it's great any yeah. of those play out like that's that's the beauty of this is that there's no losers like you go salvador perez how would that be again kansas city we we, we know yeah. that we know the the relationship uh, with, with the state in, in Kansas City essentially being the closest team, you know, until the, the Rockies came about in 93. But, uh, yeah, that would be another little feather in Otani's cap if he gets that. And you could see the headlines where, you know, all the conversation with him and Babe Ruth and say, okay, fine, Babe Ruth, the American Shohei Otani. There you go. There like, it is. Why not? Like, yep. let's let's go all out if that's going to be the case. So it's – the reason I would, I would love to see Otani Gallo is just – just for the rooftop, like just see oh, yeah. how many of those balls get up there and secretly to see if he could, you know, hit someone's laptop right. where we're sitting in, in, in section 207, the auxiliary press box, which we're like way far in the back. So I think it's literally impossible. You'd almost have to hit a line drive. You'd have to stay it's, right It's continuing there, yeah. to rise. So it's possible. Does, and, and this is one of the bets too, right? So I guess we get, we have to pick our winners. So yeah. I, I said Gallo. I'll, I'll take Olsen. Okay. 
I'll, I'll take Olsen. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw down a unit on Olsen on the DraftKings. That'll pay out nicely. Absolutely will. And then you got the longest home run. Who's the longest one? That's the one, again, that I think is going to be interesting because I'm not convinced it will necessarily be Otani, and that's part of why I, my logic led me down the Olsen path. So I could double down on him and say, because uh, I think it's going to be him or Gallo. I think, I think Matt Olsen or Joey Gallo will hit the longest one. And, and Olsen's a good payout on that because he's plus 700. He's fifth. Story's actually fourth. Uh, Interesting. And he can't hit it. He, he can't yeah. hit the ball very, very far. Yeah. We know this. So yeah. that would actually be, be interesting to see him do that. So, yeah. Um, Gallo, Otani, Alonzo, Story, Olsen is fifth. Soto, Salvador Perez, Trey Mancini is, is the farthest one out. So be nice to see Story, Olsen. You're get, definitely getting value on that. Yeah. I think Juan Soto there is, has a shot. I do think there's a slight actual advantage for right-handers to hit the ball farther because in right field, stuff gets in the way. You can hit the ball just as hard, but you're going to run into the first deck or the second deck or the party deck. And even if you hit the ball into the party deck at the right angle, that's it can be like 480 feet, 490 feet, even up into that third deck because the deck gets in the way. But with the way left field is structured, it, it oftentimes doesn't look like it. People think the home runs into the third deck were hit farther than the ones that get just like 15 rows deep in left center field, like the ball that Toglia hit which went 444 feet, even though it didn't look like it got out by that much. The ball that Trevor Story hit that went 505 feet, but then didn't because they decided it, it hadn't gone quite that far. Remember, that was the left field up over the concourse. So I think there's a little bit more space back there where there's just, you know, the ball won't run into an obstacle. It, it literally has the potential to travel farther if you're going to left or to center field. Yeah, I uh, had a list up of the 10 furthest balls hit at Coors Field. And to what you say there, there definitely could be some evidence to that because most of the top 10 home runs were hit by right-handed hitters. Yeah. You only have Larry Walker tied for fifth uh, and two by Bonds. The, the other seven are. Yeah. And again, there's more right-handed hitters than left-handed hitters. Sure. But still, uh, talk with Jason Hirsch uh, down in the field before the Futures game. He was there doing some of the beta testing for all the, the, the technology and stuff for the yeah. baseball. Um, and, and now I, I think in, in the past for safety reasons, they have to make sure that the ball touches down before they throw another one. Right. So it's not like, Oh, there's a real high one. And there's some kid out in right field waiting for the ball to come down and, and then a line gets, drive. Yeah, right. But he said that the technology can track two or three balls in the air at the same time. Almost an impossibility <laughs> for three, yeah, right. But two, so that would be interesting if they can kind of pump the numbers up a little bit in that capacity, yeah. and if they're 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 able they're to delivering. do that. But yeah. I, I think for safety purposes, you you almost have to wait at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, and he did say if it's a close call, and this one doesn't necessarily make sense at all. He said that one of the reasons in the past that they've done that, or they may even do that this year, is because they want the the umpires for ruling if it was a home run or not. Oh, we've got technology. Yeah, like yeah, we don't just, need to hold on. I need to see <laughs> it's close. It it's close. Let's wait. Is it actually going to go over or not? That doesn't, that doesn't jibe. Uh, so, you know, again, who knows exactly what MLB is thinking on that, but, uh, that is an interesting prediction about, uh, the, the right-handed hitters, maybe having that advantage for it to go a little bit further. There's, there's four righties and four lefties. Good matchup. There's five American league hitters, three national league hitters. Cause you can also, I think on the DraftKings sports book, pick a league to hit the oh. most home runs. I think that might be an option that's out there. Um, go again, American that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. You got more guys, you, you got more guys <laughs> and you got, you got Soto going against the number one seed, Notani. Right. You got Story going against the number two seed in Gallo. Right. And then Alonzo is, is okay, but again, that's one versus yeah. most of the favorites that you have going on there. So uh, that's a tough one. And, and looking at this list of pitchers who have given up the 10 farthest home runs, it'll be interesting to see if, if any of them are throwing – Oh, yeah. uh, throwing to these guys, yeah. you know, I don't, we, we already know story will have, uh, Mike Redmond throwing, uh, pitching to him in the Derby. So it is a little disappointment that podcast favorite Johan Flond uh, will not uh, be making his return. That's too bad. That is a bummer. He was great at giving up really home hoping. runs, but maybe somebody else brings him in, right? You never know. We talked yesterday about who's going to be the guy that throws you batting practice. Maybe Flond comes in for someone. I, I do think, um, <laughs> Didn't now I'm I'm probably wrong about this. Didn't Steve Foster no did Darren Holmes throw Charlie 
I don't know who threw to Charlie, but I you you could have had a situation if you had Darren Holmes go out there because Holmy has given up some of the longest home that runs. That Mike Piazza home run. The Mike Piazza center. home run, one of the longest in, in Coors Field history, right? Uh, so, and he was obviously a Rockies pitching coach there for a little while. So it was, it, they actually had that opportunity to say, Hey man, you've served up some long ones. One of the Let's interesting things that you can do on the DraftKings Sportsbook app is pick an exact outcome. Now it doesn't have every single permutation. doesn't have every single right. like, uh, story. Well, I was going to say Mancini, but they're on the same, same side of the yeah. bracket, but story, uh, Perez, um, but you can go exactly that. So I've got. Joey Gallo over Pete Alonso, and that's like the sixth favorite. But that's plus 1605. Oh, wow. So even if you threw a $1 bet down, you're going to win 16. Yeah. Like that's not bad. So um, you've got Matt Olson over. Did you figure out who's going to go on the other side? I I need to look at the. So you have have Alonso or Perez? I got Alonzo in that first round bracket. Uh, I'll take Pete Alonzo over Salvador Perez. All right. And do you think Alonzo can beat either Soto or Otani? I think he can, but I don't think he will. I would take Otani or Soto. I'll take the winner of Otani or Soto over, but I'll I'll, I'll go with Otani, gets through Soto, even though I said earlier that I think there's a strong possibility that doesn't happen, Uh, and then gets through Pete Alonzo. So Olsen over Alonzo yeah. in the finals? Olsen over Alonzo, I think, is my finals. And even, even Olsen over Otani is plus 1,600. So it's like, again, because Ooh, you... That, it's that like, it's a bunch a of parlays. Yeah, Essentially yeah. what it is is just this, this series of parlays and like, right. here's what it has to be. Right. And so either way that you go on that, you're looking good. Olsen over Alonzo is the seventh, uh, or rather ninth uh, best favorite. But again, Alonzo over... Uh, Olsen over Alonzo plus... 2010. Yeah. Yeah. $100 bet wins you 2000. $1 bet wins you 20 bucks. Yeah. And you're going to be feeling pretty good. I like that. I like that. Throw down a little bit on those. That Do we good. uh there there are a couple other ones that was interesting. Um well, the longest home run you can bet on is it going to be over 419 and a half feet. Yeah. So 4 520. Wait, did I say wait, 400? Wait. Oh, 500. Sorry. 519. Yes. 519. 519 and a half feet. So 520. 520? I don't think so. I don't. That's so much harder to do than... I, I don't think the altitude and, and all that stuff does quite that. My initial reaction was no. My initial reaction was yeah. no. And the more I started thinking about it, I switched to yes. So over is minus 110. Under... Also minus one ten. Oh, <laughs> but still, they're they're right there. They they've got the uh, number right. in a sweet spot. So I'm gonna say yes. Someone does hit at five twenty. Five twenty or more. I'm I'm, I'm saying no. I'm taking the under on that. I yeah. I, I think that's 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 smart. Um, I don't I don't know why. I don't know what triggered me I'm to think to yes. Imagine a five hundred and twenty-five foot home run. Like, would that get you to the rock pile? Probably not quite. If you went straight to center field, you probably need to hit at five forty to get it into the rock pile. But that's a that is a monster jam. The other, uh, the other bet that you can do, go on here, I'm not seeing it this exact second, but I saw it, and it, it knocked my socks off. Someone's asking know. what channel the derby is on. Do we? Do I? I've, Espen. I thought so. Probably on the old Espen. Four letter network. Appreciate you. Would be on. Would be on the old ESPN. Is. How many total home runs? So what do you think they set the number at? And it blew my oh, right. mind. Didn't, I think so like I total. just looked at it. So I, I'm cheating here. Isn't it 299? 299. Probably 299 and a half. Yeah, ESPN, ESPN2. Not on the Ocho. Major misstep by MLB. <laughs> an opportunity terrible. to grow the fan base. Terrible. Every home run, like some slime pops up. <laughs> it should be on Nickelodeon. <laughs> you know what? I, I, let's not go down that the rabbit Nickelodeon hole. Nickelodeon thing is going let's, to Let's not totally revolutionize MLB to be something great. I guess. It's not really worth our time, I guess. Apparently. But 300 home runs. 300 home runs tonight. How many souvenirs and how many did Campbell get? <laughs> Hope not. You know, Patrick, I feel like I can confidently say having covered literally hundreds of games at Coors Field, having attended, I wonder if I've attended in my life over a thousand, probably not, but over 500, maybe. That's a lot. I mean, 
before a I lot of before I started before I got credentialed, I was I was right around two fifty. I yeah. figured, yeah, right. That's a lot. And then that's you like start going, to, yeah, 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 every year, yeah, every year, yeah, yeah. Um, but I can confidently say, I have never seen three hundred home runs hit at Coors Field in one evening. I can confidently say that that is not a thing I have ever seen. I thought you were just going to say three hundred home runs at Coors Field. Because it might be close. I mean, yeah, I wonder Maybe. In, in the year. I could that's see interesting. it. How many are there? I yeah. could see it. Maybe not. I don't think that's in a year. Ma- that's too many. Not in a year. That's too many. Yeah. Mm, I don't I don't know. It, it would depend on how many games. But yeah, yeah. in one night, I, yes, you're right. That, that seems, I don't that think seems that's, correct. that's ever happened. <laughs> yeah, that'll be amazing. And I, I was talking with, with an usher, too, about uh, how many baseballs. He's in, the, he's in the second deck. He's in the 200s in right field. And we just got to talking about how many baseballs will come up there. And he says typically six to eight in in the regular season, right? So yeah. one every 10 games, yeah. maybe a little bit more. And he said this year they were like maybe two. Yeah. So this year's baseball, and there's a lot less being put in place. So this year's True. baseball in general is a little bit sapped, right? It's that mush ball. Right. Which is making me rethink this 520 number. They said no humidor. They, I think they're using different baseballs today. I really hope they went back to those 2019 baseballs because otherwise that's going to be disappointing tonight. Dude's hitting <laughs> mush balls <laughs> dying on the warning track. One last one for you here, and I, and I don't think DraftKings has a, a bet on this, but how many home runs on the evening will be stolen away by the ghost of Jeff Breidich? And the bright edge barrier. <laughs> that is such a great question. The the yeah, the real question is I put the over under at like seven and a half. Does it get trending on Twitter? <laughs> right. What like is, is hashtag bright and like, you know, trending now. And like, what is this? Like who did this? Yeah. And then maybe and then uh, maybe we shouldn't celebrate it, but maybe maybe the rest of the world you know takes notice <laughs> of what happened in the previous hey. administration <laughs> and they're like, what? Okay, I don't like this guy now, yeah. and I didn't have to even experience Although, him for my team. It would be super ironic because the barrier is actually one of the best things he did for the organization. I mean, I, it's frustrating I when so. your guy hits one into the barrier. I think it's helped the pitchers. But I will, and I'm sorry, but I will laugh my ass off if, for example, Shohei Otani needs one more home run to win and he hits a ball 120 <laughs> miles an hour into the Breitage barrier. You Just a sinister. screaming rope line drive that would have gone out anywhere but this tall fence because our ballpark is dumb. And I love your sucks. take. <laughs> that is the take of that is the take of the show. Yeah, how many will that steal away? It's it's a non-factor, I think, in the regular season. Like you don't think it about washes. it anymore. Totally. You just go, oh yeah, what it's like it's like the rooftop. That hasn't always been there. Right. right? That the, the party deck hasn't always been there. It's just it was just an upper deck, you know, yeah. until twenty fourteen. So it's it's still relatively new and, and the British barrier relatively new, but you see it enough, you just it's kind of normal. But America is gonna see it and go Wait, wh- why is that is there, a there? Fence there, stopping those balls from getting into the bullpen. Yeah, we'll we'll have to have somebody out there to to do the Breitich barrier counter, supposing that they they stay on the baseball long enough. Um, I, I don't think it'll be too many, but I'll, I'll set the under over at six and a half. Six and a half. I is was that, thinking somewhere around. I was actually thinking seven. So we're, okay. we're in the same neighborhood. So there yeah. You go. The, so I'm Let's taking put it at a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Let's put it at seven and a half. I'll take a slight over if there are going to be three hundred home runs hit. Goodness gracious! How this, many are this, not hit? That right. That's that's right? several opportunities to get one off the bear. And I guess we're just talking right center field because there is technically a little extra fencing down the left field. In left line. field. That's right. If anybody hits that. Which is very rare. I think it, I think I saw yeah. it last year for the first time. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I I, I didn't I'd actually forgotten. know. Yeah. I had forgotten as well. <laughs> yeah. I had forgotten as well. That yeah. one will really be stinky. Yeah, because that's unnecessary. That's the other element too with the Breitich barriers that it's in front of the bullpens, and so you go, oh yeah, it's just to protect the players. Yeah, you know, yeah, okay, but you could also have just create some netting, right, where the ball falls into the right. net and everyone's safe. But the other but one no. that's just in front of that long concrete. Yeah, <laughs> a rampway where they bring everything in on the trucks <laughs> for sure it's like what's that about I, I hope for everyone that goes into the 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 batter's eye maybe the maybe the fountains go off yeah we'll see if they got anything in store for that yeah. does anyone hit one up to the rock pile at any point i don't this has always been one of those things wow. and it's just too hard i just don't think if someone does like I don't know that we even know how far a ball would be. We don't. We do, we really don't know what the five sixty five something like that. That's a number. Yeah, that 
I, I think you got to get 550 to get it up there at least, and that's just. And the biggest element I think that people might not not realize is the is the the science behind it. And I not a science guy, hate it, love <laughs> math, hate science. Yeah, um, is one of the farthest balls uh, I, I can ever remember being hit. Wasn't there? Was McGuire hitting one off of? Randy Johnson right. in the kingdom in the upper the ball deck came in at a hundred miles exactly. an hour. Exactly, yeah. and everything that you know, David Dahl when he was on the come up in 2018 was Matt Holiday telling him like the pitcher is providing all the power for you. Yeah, you don't need to essentially provide any more power. And you look at what Dahl did in that second half right. of the season. Any homers, I think, in what six consecutive games. Right. So like you just need to meet the ball at that point. Well now. The batting practice pitcher is probably throwing the equivalent of like maybe 85. Yeah. You know, uh, shorter distance, you know, probably throwing it 50, 60 miles an hour, whatever it might be. But from the shorter difference, it's like 85. So you're not getting the power. You, the player, needs to generate that much power. So that's why it it might even be harder to do in a derby than in a game. I agree. I think if anyone's ever going to reach the rock pile, it'll happen in a game and it'll happen on one of those someone threw a 101 mile an hour fastball and just piped it and someone put their absolute best swing on it and got all of it and it's and it'll be in august and a yep, hot, day. hot day yep that that's again top 10 home runs i think all of them were august early september's oh okay those, those that's yeah. that's part of the recipe and it's gonna be super hot here too yeah that's another aspect of it excited man i'm excited this is going to be a whole lot of fun to watch all the the home runs flying out at coors field ignoring all of the annoying narratives of oh my god <laughs> did, did, did i nail it did i uh but yeah if you again if you're coming out to the game or the game i get we'll call it the, the derby uh take some pictures hit us up on social media show us that you're having some fun out there share in our discord if you're a member and if you don't have an opportunity to get out there do come down here to the dnvr bar again lots and lots of fun stuff going on this evening for you. Patrick and I are going to be down at the ballpark, of course, bringing you all the news straight from there. So you want to make sure that you're subscribed to the DMBR.com so you get all the written content. You're following us on social media because there's all kinds of pictures and video and kind of fun things coming out. Yeah, tag uh, us too. If, you, if you're at the Derby yes. or even if you're just at Play Ball Park, right? That's another thing. Everyone might be focused on that. But if you're over there at a certain point, it's kind of like dead and you get those opportunities to, yes. to meet Andre Dawson, Tim Raines, Raleigh Fingers, Burke Campanaris, all these Hall of Fame players tag us in that too we want to see all that it's so great absolutely so let us know make sure you are following on social media that way you can tag us at patrick d lyons at drew creaseman at dnvr underscore rockies of course you can always tag at michaela e perkins and all this stuff really appreciate you all for continuing to be the absolute best baseball fans out there we can only promise to continue being absolutely patrick lyons and drew creaseman and tech boy kale sorbo behind the scenes we appreciate him on this morning in here and until next time we will see you at the ballpark.